Groupthink. A definition. Independence is a much bigger deal in a group of people who work together than it is for someone who works on their own. When you started Really Stylish and were the only shareholder, the only employee, and the only director, there was no conflict of interest among shareholders, employees, and the board because your interests are aligned with your interests. The moment you add even one more person to the mix, there's a potential for conflict of interest, no matter what role that person plays. And when you have a bigger group of people who work together, the conflicts can get way more complicated and conflict-y. Another completely different weird thing happens when groups of people work together. Let's say Really Stylish has five employees, and one of them, Onsen Sweemi, comes to work one day and is super excited about his cross-branding idea, selling Really Stylish trucker hats with the Olive Yeah Rodrigo logo on them. His excitement is so infectious that the whole team, including you, decide to get started on it right away. The fact that you all got excited and didn't even bother wondering if Onsen's idea was really that great after all is an example of something called groupthink. Here we have an image illustrated and described by Nate Schmold. In this illustration, our new friend and employee of Really Stylish, Onsen Sweemi, has come to work with a genius idea. He throws his head back in manic glee, his arms quivering in excitement as he explains his idea to put the Olivia Rodriguez olive oil logo, basically an olive with a toothpick through it, on a trucker hat. One member of the group looks on in starry-eyed wonder, pointing at the speech bubble containing the mind-blowing idea. Another company member lies unconscious on the floor with their tongue hanging out due to having lost all control of their bodily faculties after hearing about the new hat. And our good friend Aura the Orange seems to have sprouted wings and had her eyeballs turn into cartoon hearts that gaze passionately at the hat in the speech bubble while she hovers roughly the height of an orange off the ground. That is quite an idea. I know I'd wear that hat. Anyway, most people think groupthink is bad and only use the term when they're describing situations where things turned out badly. Imagine any group of people, a uh, family, sports team, BTS, etc., and it wouldn't seem far-fetched for that group to jump to a half-baked conclusion because they like each other or they're busy or they just don't think it's a big deal. And they might be completely wrong sometimes. It happens. Let's say your uncle, Carl Dandleton, is coming to visit for the first time in 10 years, and he lives really far away. Everyone in your family is excited to see him, and you want to surprise him by taking him to everyone's favorite restaurant in town, Piles of Pastrami. When you get there, you find out that Uncle Carl Dandleton hates pastrami, always has, and always will. You never knew, but you would have known if you'd just asked Carl's husband, Uncle Dan Dandleton, or your cousin, Carl and Dan's son, Darl, or anyone else who spends time with Carl. You really messed this one up, thanks to Groupthink. On the other hand, Onsen Sweemi's cross-branding idea might have been a low-risk, high-reward opportunity that would have just gotten unnecessarily bogged down or even scrapped altogether if your team had decided to examine it from all angles before jumping on board. Sometimes, Groupthink can be energizing, efficient, and excellent. That's the funny thing about Groupthink. Sometimes it's kind of awesome. What causes people to believe groupthink is always bad? Groupthink. They usually only think it's bad because that's what everyone else thinks too. <laughs>